Hey everyone, this is Shadows. And Chaos. We're from the Shadows of the Moon podcast. We're here to tell you about Anchor and how it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And I heard it's free. It is free. There's also a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So I don't have to upload and change platforms? Nope, not at all. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it'll be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Without me having to do it? Yep. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Are you kidding me? Not at all. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead on over, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. And that's with a capital A. We are live. We are live. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> how is you? How is you? How is you? Achoo. Achoo. <laughs> Just waiting for that lovely D live to go live. There we go. Yay. What is up? Before you get into all that, you're supposed to do your intro. No, I do. No. Don't tell me how to run my show. Why you do telling me all the time. Well, that's beside the point. Oh, that is the point. What's going on, everybody? No, because I'm going to do the layout of what we're talking about first. Well, then the show's already started. (laughs) Hey, Freaky Geek. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Freaky Geek. Hey, Ghost Rider. How you guys doing? Hello, everybody in the podcast. That's right. I got the covered, homie. Okay, baby. Thank you. <laughs> Weirdo. Yes, you are. What is going on? How are you guys? How? Not how. What is going on? You guys have a good weekend? Hey, Sophie. Hey, Sophie. How are you? Oh, we missed you guys, too. These are going to do, like, sporadic till I get, you know. Damn it, he's late, Nicole. And he'll be here soon. think he's getting coffee. He's, he's late. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any excuses. Apparently, they're still not working, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, so we got a big show today. Kind of gave, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, it wouldn't be too bad, Freaky, if the job wasn't so stressful. Where's your red carpet? <laughs> What's up, Andy? My bad, my bad. Hey, Andy. (laughs) What's going on? Yeah, so I think what's going to happen with the lives is we're just going to do them sporadically. Um, I'm not going to keep a schedule right now. Uh, just until everything's a little bit lax. You know, what are you going to do? Hey, Heather! Hurry back, Freaky. 
Oh, my, it's Heather. It's Heather. <laughs> there it goes. Okay, I thought for a minute there that Restream Bot wasn't working. <laughs> but, yeah, so we're going to do that. Of course, obviously, I didn't do the 24-hour live, but I still plan on doing that at one point because I definitely want to raise money for Alzheimer's. Um, but when's that? That was supposed to be yesterday. Well, you never said anything. <laughs> Andy, about time you learned from Eddie and I, Missy. Just make it up as you go along, right? <laughs> Happy belated birthday, Heather. <gasps> oh, happy birthday, Heather. Oh, we missed celebrating with you. It's freaking hot in here. Man, this fan needs to hurry up and get here. They got the dryer front that I can hear back. I know. Yeah, me too. I can hear it too. I hope you, yeah, we hope you had a great birthday. Birthday. Yeah, sorry, I was reading. <laughs> Definitely. Hope you got, hope all your birthday wishes came true. Thank you for the ice cream, Nicole. All right, so on today's show, of course, we're talking paranormal talk. We got a big show today. Um, of course, if you're going through Facebook, please leave a comment, or if you're going to leave a comment, Please grant Restream permission to see your name. Click on the link that's in the description there. Today's Paranormal Monday, which we talk all things paranormal from haunted places, creepy stories to your stories. What else? What else? Hello to my podcast people over there listening. How are you? I hope you all are doing great. Hello to everybody in the room, of course. <laughs> Thank you for the lemons, <laughs> Heather. That's really loud. I know it scared me a little bit. <laughs> and so, on the first half of the show, we're we're going to be looking at fourteen theories on paranormal slash monsters. We're going to be talking about them. I want to definitely pick your brain about this. This is one of those things that I came across on the internet, and I'm like, hmm. Let's discuss. As long as you ain't picking their nose, I'm sure they won't mind. Exactly, exactly, you know. Although, Andy might like that for some weird reason. Um, <laughs> then we're looking at five true stories about military's per paranormal activity research. Then we're going to look at dead letters, text messages sent from the dead. And then some supernatural war warfare and Alaska abductions. I know, right? <laughs> Double points. <laughs> As always, if you're listening to the podcast portion of this, thank you so much for listening and for <laughs> all your support over there. We appreciate it so much. And I invite you to come over. We invite you to come over. I did so well, and then I said I. We invite you to come on over to the live shows and jump on the in on the conversation. All right, so shall we get the roll? The ball rolling, as they say. Let me go yes, ahead. We're going to get the roll balling. We're going to get the roll balling. So watch your ears, guys. Here we go. Oh, you're watching me. Yeah, all eyes on me. Because I've been living and living the good life. So come 
splash in the clouds, dance in the crowds and laugh out loud. Welcome. I don't know if that skipped on your guys' end, but it did on ours. We were definitely singing a little faster than the song. But anyway, hey, Amora, how are you? I am Amora, and believe me, I was not singing. <laughs> what? No, didn't get more of them. So he says, we have a haunted hotel in Essex called the Red Lion. My nan was a chambermaid there. When she was 21, she saw a ghost of a lady called Alice who was murdered. Wow, Sophie, that's interesting. Very cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So apparently it didn't skip on their end. It didn't skip on their end. <laughs> I know. I love that song. And I do live the good life. I love it. Love, love my life. I love all you guys. Guys are a very big part of. That's not funny, Nicole. <laughs> Cookies. That's right. Fluky, fluky, fluky. Why cookies? Now that's funny, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> we got rain too for Geek. And Danielle wrote me just before the show. Nope, that there ain't happening. Good try, Heather. That um, they're getting a big uh, storm there too in New York. Oh wow! So we said she's been doing uh, research, and the room where she was murdered has been bricked up. I. That reminds me of something, and maybe it, it might be that I might have heard of that story. Hey, Mo, what's, what's up, Mo? <laughs> Nicole's cussing the top <laughs> seven languages. <laughs> we're not getting a, a storm, per se. No, ours is just, we're in a fishbowl. Right now, it's just a heavy mist. Yeah. But you can't see the mountains. The mountains are all blocked out by clouds. No, freaky giving us right. What the hell? I thought you guys loved us. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, I've missed you guys so much. Thank you for the long. Thank you, Heather. Well, I hope rain at least lands on her feet then. Ricky says rain is falling sideways. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor rain. <laughs> oh, really? I haven't heard that song in a long time. What, rain, rain, go away? No. Oh. I have I'm not that. saying the fucking numbers. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mo, I'm back to work full time. So, well, kind of full time, but every day. So I've been uh, taking it easy for a little bit. And he said, what was that? Eddie's going to get heavily pissed. Don't want to be carrying beer home after you have too many. Only end up dropping them. Oh, no, I won't. Don't worry. Thank you, Nicole, for the limons. Um, so he says, there is the story of Borley Rectory in Essex where a monk and nun fell in love and were bricked up in the walls alive as punishment. Wow, that's pretty interesting as well. 
See, we just have to go to the UK one day. Yep, you go right ahead. <laughs> I'll never make it there. <laughs> he did, he tried to send me away, like, because um, Haunted Radio, no, Haunted Media Radio, or so, I don't know, Mike's show, anyway, was doing, um, they're over in Egypt now. Remember the trip? Yeah. Yeah, we we're going to... Eddie was going to try and save up for enough money for me to go to Egypt. But it's like, I don't want to go without him. You know what I mean? I can't get passport. I know, but I don't want to go without you. Fuck it, if it was me, you told me to go, I'd be gone. See how it is? I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, Sophie. Missy, come stay with me anytime. Leave Eddie at home. Sophie, uh-huh. do you know what? That would not be a punishment to me. That would be a fucking vacation. <laughs> so not nice. See, he's still mean to me. Well, no, I don't know because... That's the end of the show. Bye-bye. No. <laughs> when a side chick or side kick or whatever the hell that says. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tamara anyway. Hi, Tamara. Oh, hey, Tamara. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm, yeah, we it is. Okay. Angry that, that two days before I got there, it was fucking not right. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the thing. When I went to Anchorage two days before he had to, I got word from the hotel that Eddie was going nuts and driving them all crazy because There's I was gone. Shit on that I'm telling you, that's what Janet said. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I didn't come in a fucking building unless I had to. <laughs> and he said, Sophia had to say that, Eddie, as there is no pets allowed where she lives. Well, then how was Missy going? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I knew it was you, Tamara, just for the fact that I saw your picture, and then uh, I saw that you had an axe, so... I knew you were a mod. <laughs> I shouldn't have known just by a little hop. Uh, yeah, hop. I know. I know. And that, that gave it away, too. <laughs> so today, are you ready to go ahead and start the shows? I thought we started that fucking 20 minutes ago. But <laughs> well, you know. No, the slap button is not working. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Sophie, that's not good. That is not cool. (laughs) As long as they don't come back to life. Right? Okay, so the first part, like I said, we're going to talk about 14 theories on monsters slash paranormal, okay? And I I definitely want to get your guys' opinions on some of these. Um, Since the term window area is labeled mostly paranormal researchers are familiar with. This term denotes areas that have been prolonged history of supernatural activities. Reports come from multiple witnesses over months, years, even decades. These places often have multiple phenomenon occurring, one phenomenon merging in almost seemingly, seemingly seamless manner 
and it begins into another seemingly separate phenomenon, UFO witness, UFO kind of, <coughs> yeah, let's try that again, Missy. Hey, Bug. Hey, Bugaboo. Hello. Um, UFO witnesses often often encounter poltergeist activity, 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 watch too many commercials, like psychokinetic activity after a sighting. Crop circles are often accompanied by orbs and our livestock or pet mutilation. In these places, the phenomenon also has a distinct feeling of interaction with the observer. Are you having, like, troubles with your computer? No. Why are you? No, because to me, every now and then, it sounds like you cut out every now and then. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you but, guys... I mean, it's real, it's real quick. Okay. The field of paranormal research benefited enormously from the recent mainstream acceptance we emphasized earlier. More and more experts lend their titles and credibility to our collective research. Changes in the air, and we are falling further down the rabbit hole every day. So now, let so now, so now, let's examine some of the more popular views on the underlying areas of high strangeness. We will lean on Brad Steiger's list, Monsters Among Us, and add a few of our own interpretation as the theories go. And I've read Monsters Among Us, and he takes a pretty good. The way he looks at it is, I know the last part of the book, it's like he was like um, talking about uh, the Yeti or, you know, um, the abominable snowman, right? And he looks at it and goes, because Neanderthals, when did they die out? Or did they, because they are part, they were a lesser species of the Homo sapien, which is us, right? And he looks at it like this, and he's like, you know, somebody said that they had killed an abominable snowman, right? So some scientists think the abominable snowman is an off play of Neanderthals, okay? And maybe it's a Neanderthal wearing a fur coat. So he says basically, so with the Neanderthal, if the hunter shot the abominable snowman, and it's a part of the... Neanderthal is that murder? Right, killing out your own, your own. Right, yeah. I mean, he. If you haven't read the book, go ahead and read the book because, hey, Ghost Rider, um, you guys, it's it's pretty. The way he looks at things and stuff like that is pretty wild. Okay. Andy uh, wasted a lot of last week. Why? Because he says Missy ain't cutting out, Eddie. I spent much of last week reprogramming her voice box to try and avoid the missyisms. Well, apparently, Andy, it backfired. <laughs> Welcome back, Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah, it definitely backfired. So, you know, blame Andy for my missyisms now. The whole thing. Now so, so when she just stutters. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate that. <laughs> so monsters as archetypes so this theory suggests that bigfoot sea monsters werewolves and the like of many quasi-real creatures are the manufacture are manufactured by human collective unconscious 
as put forth by Steiger in the in Monsters Among Us, um, he said that his personal view is that this may have some merit, especially in Windows areas where our minds are predisposed to expect expectations of paranormal phenomena. In any event, even an amorphous or ambiguous does manifest in object reality, but our personal belief structures on how we experience it. In his theory, the appearance of a specific entity is superimposed by the established belief of the witness, the archetype template, right? For example, each Mothman sighting reinforces the specific entity's basis in reality. Now, our skeptical counterparts will point out that if you expect to see something, your mind will oblige you, and it's a point well taken, really. But we would pose the physiological paradox and ask the skeptic if such phenomenon could be, could not be a part of physical subjective reality. So what do you guys think? Do you think that some of the stuff that we see is manifested? And the reason there's different things is because the different religious, whatever you're brought up to believe. Read with Danielle Rope. Yeah, I saw that. I, she just she wrote me before the show and oh, said okay. she had storms. Yeah, but she said the lightning was red. Oh, that's crazy, Bug. Hey, holy cow girl. Hey, holy cow girl. So educator and Arthur John White describes how he interprets archetypes as energetic thought fields accessible through dreams, meditations, and altered state of consciousness. He suggests that there may be large previously unrecognized dimensions of physical events in which there may be highly involved entities who exist to influence and guide human affairs. Absolutely, so that, that makes perfect sense. I, I mean, you as a child growing up, you really weren't allowed to figure it out on your own. Um, it's something that was always instilled in you until you started getting older and realizing, hold on, that might let me look. Kind of like, because she says, I think from a young age, you can be influenced or conditioned to believe or see certain things, if that makes sense. Um, kind of like, I can hear myself through your headphones and this drive. It's, it's messing me up. Um, well, I'm your screen. I don't know where the volume button is. I don't know either. That's a good question. Um, like, we're all conditioned to, you know, that are... are is that better? A little bit, I guess. I think I found it. Our friends or our, our um, imaginary, fr imaginary friends aren't real. You know what I mean? But yet, are they? In your mind, yes. Absolutely. Right. 
But what if they are spirit? Could very well be a spirit. No. That, that you manifested that you became friends with. I mean, is it, can you hear it now? No. All right. Because I can't hear you now. Because first of all, I don't know. Demon and spirits, aliens do exist. I believe it's, you know, and you guys know my belief that we uh, each have our own world. That's what I mean, kind of, when I say we all live in our own worlds, that if we believe in something, we can manifest it to be true. Like my kids, you can ask Danielle. Um, well, of course, she was young, young. Um, but my kids grew up knowing my beliefs, knowing their father's beliefs. And we let them decide on what they wanted to know and didn't want to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, if you think about it, you growing up as a kid, most parents, they tell you that there's no monsters under the bed or no monsters in the closet. They never, never tell you there ain't no spirits under your bed. There ain't no spirit. It's always a monster. Yes, but my kids know that monsters, they have a, they have a rule that if my kids tell them to go away, they, they have, have to go, go away. away. Right, but what I'm saying though is it's what parents always said. There's right. no monsters, but, but never they never they yeah. say right. there's no spirits. Right, yeah. That's true. Freaky said there's a movie called Just Another Dream. It's interesting. Hmm. Some imaginary friends might be spirits. Who knows? Why not? Exactly. Andy says, come into my world for a while. It's soft and fluffy. Well, sometimes, most of, most of the time, it's dark, scary, and full of sharp teeth. <laughs> Nicole always looks for monsters in her bed. <laughs> I don't know if Danielle remembers, but we had monster spray. But they did. They had a rule. If they saw monsters, they had to tell them, Go away, you're not allowed here, and they had to listen to him. Uh, Morris says different manifestations and different minds, but on a level, we are all connected to energy, and some manifestations will see look the same exactly. And that's a lot of a lot of it to me, too. Amara is that you know, different, you know, like ours, like the red eyed demon, right. In Yupik, which is native up here, or a native tribe, it's different. It's something different. Um, Danielle, when you were little, when we told you you wouldn't got scared of monsters, remember how I used to say you have to monsters have to go. You have to tell the monsters to go away, and they have to listen to you. Danielle's like, huh? So she says, I still. I still have to sleep with my feet covered because of, you know, demons grabbing <laughs> my feet in the night. Uh -huh. We all have that. Why is that? We all have that. But it, it doesn't necessarily mean it was demons. You remember, both my legs were scratched. Right. One time, and it never happened again. Yeah. So maybe it was just something trying to get my attention, and that's the way it happened. Right, right. Right, yeah. Well, see, that that's the thing, too. Yeah, Heather brought up a good point. Sometimes to a kid, a spirit could be a monster because it's something scary. Some, 
Hey, hey but, Dakota. Hey, Dakota, how are you? Afraid of the unknown. Oh, right. It's the afraid of the unknown. But the thing but is with my, my kids, they, they knew. <laughs> They're, uh, the unknown was normal for them. Yeah, y'all know their mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they really didn't, you know, I don't, they never really got scared about, if they took on a more persona like me, when I, something happens paranormal, I'm like, oh, well, that just happened. So I definitely think it has to do with upbringing and, and you know, well, we are nuts, Danielle. It's, it's okay. It's okay to be nuts. <laughs> how do how do you feel that makes you sound like you're nuts? <laughs> Bugs or monster spray. Monster spray. Yeah, and monster spray. She will have bear spray. That's for damn sure. <laughs> right. Thank you, Amora. It's not done yet, but it's it's getting there. That's right. Danielle, you're crazy smart. Roll with it. <laughs> All right, so the second one is physical supernatural entities. Um... The idea is basically that demons, fairies, elves move in and out of our dimensions for reasons of their own. And these motives are highly or are largely hidden from humans. This theory assigns a level of harassment to most entities. The converse of these trickers would be angels, saints, and other venerated beings affiliated with the white. This is a construct employed by Christian and in Islamic beliefs where devils and demons roam the earth as deceivers of mankind. In Kabbalist traditions, demons are said to have been the original inhabitants of this planet. Um, survivors of the universe that on a previous plane of existence. They are etheric beings of less physical substance, but who can physically, spiritually manifest when they desire to do so. And I can see that. I mean, well, I don't think they're, I don't know. I think they're lower and level entities, but I don't, I don't know. You guys know my feelings on that. What is your feelings on that? I mean, some people look at, at, um, Jin. I mean, they look at Jin over there. Like we look at ghosts over here. Only there is four different levels of gin. What was that? What did Nicole say? The good part of normal. That's right. Hey, David. Hey, David. How are you? Oh, that's Spitfire. <laughs> Have you seen the film Devil? The group in a in a lift and one is a devil. No, Sophie, I've never seen that. <laughs> I know, I know. See, they all want the remote to your zapper chair. No, 
Andy said, I'm going to send Eddie a taser so you can get a perm. I don't want a perm. I've already done perms. <laughs> yeah, even her own aunt asked her, who's the little black girl? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to see me with a perm. Um, sorry. Oh, you're good, David. We know who you are. For those of you that don't, David Sproud, that is uh, Spitfire Dragon. Oh, really? No, more, more said, sorry, I have to say, but see when you sit with your head in the you middle. Of yours. Huh? Yeah, it looks like you have blue elven ears. Here, I'll turn the light on so you guys can really see what's going on. Well, apparently not. Never mind. Yeah, I missed it, Freaky Geek. Hey, Rendiger. Hey, Edward, how are you? A good paranormal early does the investigation determine where is haunted or not. I, I, I don't think you can determine if it's, if it's haunted or not. You just go investigate. I mean, if you catch evidence, then it was haunted. If you don't catch evidence, then it wasn't haunted. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's right, I did. <laughs> I'm a Vulcan. I mean, that's like if somebody brings up Bobby Mackey's right now, yes, everybody knows that place is haunted. There's so much evidence of things that go on there. There's no ands, ifs, or buts about if it's haunted or not. But whether or not you will get evidence in there is another story. But like in the one of the theories, are you adding to it every time somebody goes there, that energy? Absolutely. To keep it haunted. I, I, I think so. Because everybody goes there with the anticipation of knowing that all, all these groups ahead of us had this, had that, so now they amped up that energy. Right. So you're going to manifestate something happening or seeing something or hearing something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Well, Danielle, you lived in a haunted house uh, in Leroy. You're right, Freaky. It doesn't have to be nighttime. A haunted no. place is a haunted place, whether exactly. it's daytime or nighttime. Exactly. And usually, I mean, like I said, <laughs> I get what you mean, hon. I get what you mean. <laughs> um, yeah, if it's not, then you can debunk it. Not necessarily that you can debunk your investigation. Yeah. But you can't really debunk somebody else's just because you didn't get any evidence. But if they got solid concrete evidence, you can't debunk their investigation. But really, I mean, what is I solid? I said solid concrete. Right. Yeah, but, you know, we, we, we see people, some of them that are, you know that that happened. You heard it. You've seen it. Some of them know you can easily debunk. Right. And believe me, I do have a good debunking team. <laughs> do you believe the screaming? I would have to go investigate that myself. Yeah, I mean, because it, does a tree make a sound when it falls over and nobody's around? <laughs> you know, anywhere. I mean, to be honest, I, I uh, well, damn it. I'd have to go and investigate it myself. Because, I mean, the way I look at things is basically 
when if I go to a place and I determine a haunted for me, it, it to me don't matter what anybody else thinks. Like if I have an experience or whatnot, it don't matter what anybody else thinks. I know what I've experienced. If that makes sense. I'll tell you what I think. I'm not trying to prove to the world that thing, you know. I'll tell you what I've seen or what I heard or whatever. And I'll listen to your feedback, but you're not going to make me believe any differently. Right, yeah, yeah. Like the day that door handle downstairs, I, 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 you know, I don't give a damn what you try to tell me that it was the wind or it was this, it was that. No, that door handle friggin' jiggled like somebody was trying to get go in or come out of the room. Right, Period. right. <laughs> um, Nicole says, sometimes it's just residual energy of events happening in the house, absorbing the walls, but I cannot call that haunted. See, to me, that is a haunting because it's residual. It's leftover energy that's no longer there. Right. If something's haunted, that's what I believe is haunting it is something residual. Um, I think me and Nicole, we had the same idea, but we're, we just reversed the terms, yes. if that makes sense. Like 30 East Drive, people go there expecting activity all the time because it's so hyped up. Exactly. And when things happen, they're like, oh, the people that investigated are bullshit. I'm not going to call anybody bullshit unless I see evidence faked what I'm watching. If I see it being faked, I'm not going to call out anybody just for the fact that in their world, that's what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? That's what they do. Edward says, yeah, you're right about that. I like that can get solid evidence. Then I can go and, and not get nothing. Right, that, yeah. And, and that's going back to the same place. Uh, it, there, there might be a time where, wow, oh, my God, I had three hours of evidence. So you go back to that same place a week later. Right. And not get a bit of anything. Right. Exactly. You can, it's. It's, it doesn't happen on command. And I think that's what where everybody gets misconstrued that's coming into the paranormal. Do you know what I mean? Because this place got hyped up or that place got hyped up. And that's not how it works. Where's a big one? Rolling Stone or Rolling Hills. Right. That, that's a big one that's always hyped up. Well, no, not many people know about that. We know about it because we live near it. Well, we watched many people fucking go and investigate it. Well, yeah, but that's a lower, like Waverly Hills. Yeah, or... but, what but what I'm saying, though, is it's something you, you hear a lot of uh, paranormal investigators talking about. Oh, I'd love to go check that out. You know, these people heard this. They... That doesn't mean you're going to hear it. Right, that, that right, yeah. That doesn't mean you're going to see it. Yeah. Um... Hey, Boomer! Hey, Boomer, how are you? Boarding house, too. Yeah. You know, that's another one that people hype up, hype up, and yeah. Um, yes, exactly, Sophia. People do leave imprints and impressions behind. Yeah. Stone tape theory. Yeah, I definitely believe that that will happen. I, 
I gotta try to figure out how in my mind how that works. Ghost like, Rider, I mean, I, I hope everything's okay. They're in the hospital getting X-rays and shit done, so I hope everything's okay, Ghost Rider. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, our energy leaves an imprint, like a thumbprint, everywhere we go. But if something significant happens, a piece of your energy stays there. But I, I still have to work my mind. Now, could could that? be the cause of, of some investigators that you see just all of a sudden getting trained you know like god i gotta go sit down because now your energy has been sucked into this house or, right. or this building or, or wherever right right but i've got to get out of the building i need to get air i need to rejuvenate and the only way you're going to do it is by getting out could be definitely definitely <laughs> Boomer's watching his show uh, right now, and they're talking about it. <laughs> really? That's funny. We ain't watching TV, though. <laughs> um, every one of us have our own perception of things, so our senses might see different than others. Absolutely. That's right. That's why I think we're, I think they're right about the whole excuse me, the theory with the whole, uh, what you believe in, what your religious aspect is, what, you know what I mean? It's, it's going to vary. Boomer just brought up the one thing that I hate about Zach Baines. Oh, must the be. The power of suggestion. Yeah. Here, listen to this. What does it say? This is what we hear. And now you hear that because you didn't get to hear it on your own. Um, Edward says, before I started paranormal investigations, we moved into a house where we experienced some dark shadows. It really made our hair stand up on, and then we lived in a homing, home, like a homing property. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely, See, my, my take is, and, and everybody's heard this before, I'm sure, my take on it is it's all around us, no matter what, whether you sense it or don't sense it, see it or don't see it, hear it and don't or don't hear it. It's all around <laughs> us. And it's it's basically, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I still, I'm human. I jump scare a lot, more than most people. <laughs> but paranormal <laughs> stuff it don't bother me do you know what i mean to where i sit there and and it don't it don't scare me it's like all oh, that happened <laughs> you know yeah, boy, I mean? you're absolutely right and and, and here in, in shadows will tell you this is something that since i actually uh experienced paranormal activity firsthand i've always come to the thought that after that that you will not see or hear or see anything move unless they want you to. If they don't want you to see it, you'll never see it. But they're always around you. Yeah. And, Nicole, you're right. It depends on what a person wants to see, too. What they're open to. Exactly, Sophie. That's the way it should be, is. But it's also, and you got to think about it too, is it's very hard. Like 
Eddie will tell you, like, when we're watching paranormal shows and they get an EVP, he's up right by the TV trying to listen. I want to hear it. You know what I mean? Trying to listen to what it, what it says. Um, or when you're watching YouTube and you don't have your headphones on. It's very different of when you do put your headphones on and when you don't. But what I don't like is before they play it. Right. They will say, yeah. this is what we heard. Tell us what you heard. Well, now I'm going to hear exactly what you heard because you said that's what it said. Right. So now my mind believes that, oh, yeah, that's what it said, but there's no concrete proof of that now. Like uh, Boomer said, it, it, it's our suggestion. Right. And when you become, like Boomer says, they're a victim of their own hype. Like when you become that, I mean, you have to, you have to, Exactly, Ghostwire. Keep your mind open. You have to keep your mind open, but also think about what you, if you're in that situation and your emotions are up, like you're scared or whatnot, how that plays with your energy and the energy at the site you're at. You know what I mean? That can cause manifestations, can cause, if you're scared, you know, and something falls, that could be your energy making that happen. Yeah, that, that's that's your own energy causing I mean, that to happen. When we're throwing out energy, if you're scared, that's boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? Throwing stuff out there. Kind of like I say, when I'm frustrated, I, I know when I'm frustrated because electronics will shut down. And that's when I have to get up and walk away because I'm like, you know, settle down or my computers won't work, you know. I mean, as you guys know, and we've talked about it, um, where we're at, uh, we we know we know we have visitors here all the time. Uh, I I've got a shadow buddy that that will come down and, and sit with me on the couch and watch TV. But the minute shadows opens the door, steps out, they're gone. Well, see, Boomer, that's where, I mean, you're right. Anyone who has a gift has one up on the others anyway, right? But, see, my belief is that everybody has that. Everybody has that. They just have to open up. Sophie, shadows can actually make street lights shut off. Yeah. When, when she gets to a certain point, as she's walking by them, they will shut off. If I'm really pissed, yeah. You're right, Freaky, and you're right. It's understanding the gift you have and how to work it properly. Wow, Freaky, I didn't think you'd know that. Holy crap. I I'm know. Impressed. See, he listens and pays I'm attention. I'm impressed, Freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like, Danielle, you all know, she can make flames dance. She can move a flame. That's why, that's why she changed her name Daniela Candela. <laughs> yeah, she has other gifts, too. She's yep. spoke to spirits. Ryan can go outside and park clouds with his hands. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, thank God, Ghost Rider. Thank God she's doing better. Wow. Definitely prayers. All light and love coming your way, brother. Yeah, 
it, and that's nothing's wrong with that, Nicole. She said I shut my door right now because it's a bit too much. Began to feel more like a burden instead of a gift. Yeah, I mean, believe me, I, I have those days too where it's like, well, even like last night, I didn't want to deal with anybody, so I sat in a different spot because when I, I don't know what it is, but it seems like every time I go outside, I just draw everybody to me, and it's like, no. I don't want, I just want to smoke a cigarette in private and just my own thoughts, you know? And that's one of the things with being non-pass that sucks, you know? Walmart overcharged my card uh, $187.91. I need to reimburse this. Oh, okay. okay. And that's funny because I haven't been to fucking Walmart in almost five yeah, years. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... All right. The next one is flesh and blood cryptids. This theory holds that Bigfoot, lake monsters, Kraken, and their kin are 100% physical creatures, with extremely, but just extremely rare and elusive. This is supported through physical evidence, such as footprints with and without dermal ridges, hair, and other sources of DNA that are unidentifiable and not cataloged anywhere. And they're not known to science. Of course, proponents of this theory scrunch up their faces at the mere mention of a cryptid sighting in physical proximity to or an intersecting timeline of another unexplained event. Yet it is common to see credible mystery animal sightings. Yeah, no, freaking. <laughs> So, what do you think it is? I mean, do you think it's, I mean, with the Kraken, they found giant squid. We saw that. Yeah, I mean, but a giant squid's a giant squid. That's just an animal they got, you know, conveniently lucky and has lived many years. What makes a cryptid a cryptid? It's not cryptic. It's cryptid. Um, basically, it's unknown. It's an unknown creature. I heard that. It sounded like somebody backed into something. Almost sounded like they backed into the freaking dumpster out there. Yeah. Um, it's unknown. Like the platypus, like I say all the time, the platypus was on the cryptid list but it's real but it's a real thing so how can it be a cryptid it's not a cryptid anymore oh anymore but when it first i mean you know gotcha but uh that's what makes a cryptid a cryptid basically see now are you talking about what you the noise you heard here freaky gate are you talking about a table moving in the other room where you're at <laughs> Andy. Right, right. <laughs> oh, over here? No, that was outside, Freaky. Yeah, that was outside. Right. But there has been documented articles of in logs, ship logs, of seeing the Kraken. 
Freaky said, if a table moved there, he wouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, gone. But just because we're in logs and people say they've seen them doesn't mean they're real. No, but what where they see them? Exactly. Nessie. People say they see it all the time, but there ain't no goddamn solid proof of it. The pictures that they show is not proven that that's Nessie, the, the Loch Ness Monster. I mean. Right. So it, to me, I still don't believe Nessie's real. Unless you can give me solid freaking proof, I'll go with your story, but that doesn't mean I'm going to believe it. Right, right. But again, back in the day, if somebody described to you what a platypus was, would you believe it? Not unless I seen it. Not unless you showed me proof. Exactly. That's right there. That's, that's what how, a cryptid is. That's what a cryptid is. Yes. So it's a folklore. Glorified. Right. But could be real. Right. Well, some parts of folklores are real. Right. All right. Number four, citizens of hollow earth. Here we go. Everybody yell at me. Come on. While this theory reached its height of popularity in the 70s and 80s, it still has its adherence. This theory believes that the planet's mantle is honeycombed and that the inside of the earth is hollow. The idea is that these spaces are parallel and usually advanced societies have, have always existed or alternatively perhaps were driven underground to escape some global catastrophe. Many Again, people think this is another thing that's not real, but many Native cultures believe this, like the Hopi and the Navajo, as well as some religious sects among Buddhists in the Norse, that this place is real, that hollow earth is real. This is the place that Aviator, you know, we talked about it, Admiral Byrd visited in his world beyond the poles. There are other accounts and some anomalous activity to support this claim but nothing concrete. This is the home of Palmer's Deros, goblins, and reptilians in paranormal literature. Right, Heather. There's no proof that it's real, but there's no proof that it's not either. Exactly. That right there is like a folklore. You know, some people believe it's real, some people don't, because you don't have proof. Right. You, you just have what you've been hearing all your life. Hey, Nubs. Hey, Nubs. Nubs. I've been here for almost an hour and realized I never said anything. That's because you went down and took a nap. Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, you know, there is, when it comes to Native folklore, like, I know a lot of it is is tales to keep your kids away from rivers, tales to, do, do you know what I mean? But they're. Yeah. It's on a water. Swift, swift, swift waters. waters. Yep, swift waters. That's what the Tonda is called. And we have the Tonda River. And Keep your kids away from it. Yeah. Because the old tale of that river is uh, many of. Uh, well, it's a creek, but, you know. Well, it's a yeah. big creek. Yeah. Um, a lot of native uh, Indian kids would get sucked into this creek. And there's one part where this tree kind of like 
inhabits uh, the creek itself right there, and they would get hung up in these branches and actually dr drowned right there. So do I kind of believe that after what happened to me? And he almost died. Yeah, I, I do yeah. kind of believe that. Yeah. So, um, but native folklore, I, I don't know if it's because it's in my blood, but I tend to, when I'm looking up paranormal events that happen today, like I explained before, when I look at events, whether it be paranormal, cryptid, UFO, I look at events of how that is today, and then I go back and research over time. Like, did this happen back then? You know what I mean? Like the same way it was, is it? any stories from back then could that kind how, of how has it changed right right and a lot of times i'll go to native folklore just to see because of the fact that the elders were usually never far off yeah exactly exactly there's always truth in the folklore somewhere and a myth. There's always a little bit of truth just to keep you interested. Right. Goes right and said, I don't know about the earth being hollow or solid. I don't know, but again. But it starts making you think what's causing sinkholes. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's so it ain't means, all fracking. <laughs> that, that that means there has to be hollow spots in the earth that's causing these giant sinkholes to happen. Right. Right. You know, I agree. I agree. I don't know. I've never drilled down there to find. But, I mean, you look at people like, um, oh, what's his name? The one that got murdered, Phil. Um, that he was drilling down. He was a contractor and he was drilling down to build, not to build Area 51, but around there. Oh, what the hell's his name? I can't even think. Um. And he came across aliens drilling down. The one that was murdered with his catheter. Remember, he used to go and tell people about this. Okay, but a catheter is something that goes in your penis. Yes, I know, but he was. But you're going like this. So he was strangled. Oh, he was strangled remember? with the, his catheter too. Yes, and they said it was suicide. Remember? Yeah. Even his ex-wife is saying he wouldn't have done that. Um, uh, Spitfire, you say there's too much water on the ground. I don't buy it because these sinkholes open up into dry ground. Yeah. It doesn't turn into mud at the, bo at the bottom of it. And you think about it, back then, a lot of it was told mouth to mouth because of the fact that if it was written down, it'd get burned anyway, usually. That may have evidence against you to say you're crazy or something. Yeah. Okay. What else do we got going? The next one is chromats and creatures from time and space. This theory applies to time dimensional travelers as well as out of place animals like our Wisconsin elephants and kangaroos. Texas dinosaurs and, nation, and nationwide encounters with Black Panthers. 
the idea is that these creatures move in and out of our reality through some kind of dimensional doorway, or as the case of the dinosaur, is existed as a ghost or physical creature no longer on this planet. So what do you think about that? Do you think that's possible? Is that why we're seeing panthers in the UK where there should be no panthers or, or the black cats? Are they dimensions from another? You know, people have seen like pterodactyl, pterodactyls flying overhead and there's like obviously no pterodactyls, but are they seeing like a time fragmented? I, I think they are. I, I think they're seeing an imprint of where one might have flown by. Right, right. And they're seeing that imprinted path. Right. Of that 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 point in time. Right. So you honestly think that's what happens is like a doorway will open. Yes. That opens up. I mean, I don't think it's like walking into a cinema. Right. Where you see it on a screen. Right. You see it, you can't touch it. It's not real. But you can see it. There are, Nicole, if you search, there are a lot of sightings of dinos. There really are. You just have to dive deep, but there are a lot of sightings of dinosaurs in that, which is weird, right? I know it's weird, but there are. Especially a lot of them. What are the littler ones, the little raptor things where there's. Oh, oh no, where the yeah. Yeah, they, they flip out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're all cute and shit until they do that. Yeah. <laughs> Many of the large mammals which died out at the end of the last ice age did so very traumatically, literally torn apart or frozen solid in mere minutes. Right. So why can't they come back? I think they do. They, they can. can. Yeah. Phil Snyder, thank you. Thank you, Soapy. Jesus. <laughs> I couldn't think of his name, man. Well, I know who it is, too, and I couldn't. I'm just like, I'm not even going to try to bust my brain right at the moment. Right, right. Yes, that's him, Sophie. But absolutely, and being frozen and torn apart in, 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 a, in a matter of, of minutes is definitely going to lead the imprint of a soul, whether regardless human or animal. <laughs> no, Amara. <laughs> what do you think our permafrost is? Right, yeah. And now they're finding all these bacteria that they want to fuck with, <laughs> you know? And then people are dying from it yeah. now because they don't know how to handle it. Exactly. <laughs> all right. How about string? Oh, go ahead. What'd you do that Laura wants you to do it again? That dinosaur sound. <laughs> what did you do? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You got it out of me one more time. <laughs> You're welcome, Amora. <laughs> but if every human, animal, etc., that has died came back as a spirit, it would be crowded to hear. They're why, here. Why would it be crowded? They're here. See, you got to understand their energy, not mass. Yeah, exactly. We are mass. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if, if the spirit comes back, they're able to cross through one another. Yeah. But us in our form, we can't because we have we, a body. We are solid. We're solid. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I don't think it. They're passing through us every day. Missy does the dinosaur. I remember that song. Everyone do the dinosaur. Yeah. How's it go? 
I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> lies. Please remind me. <laughs> no. <laughs> he found the body of a young mammoth in Siberia. Time lace had been snapped, broken backwards, and its food was not just completely undigested, but some was even in its mouth still. Yeah, well, you figure when the Ice Age hit, dude, you're talking about uh, temperatures of almost absolute zero. It's kind of like in a matter of yeah, a second. It's kind of like the reverse aspect of um. Walk like you need to. Um. What's the what? Damn it! I can't even think today. The the place that got um with the lava flow, you know, where the body. Oh, the Brea tar pits. No, not not the tar, but that too. Yeah, that too. But um, the place where the volcano hit in. I keep wanting to say Peru, but that ain't it. Pompeii. Where the lava flowed and the people, there's bodies there that just got flashed. Like, oh, I think you showed me something about that. Where yeah, they, 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 they were statues of actual people yes. in in, in lava. Yeah, yeah, cool lava, and yeah. they're standing there. Yeah, no, Pompeii, that's what I was thinking of, but that's another one. You know, I mean, just that quickly, just that quickly. Hey, Patrick. What's up, Patrick? It's like the ice you use to make ice, but that is how quickly. Okay, this is going to sound like a really dumb question, but how do you make ice with ice? I think she's thinking of like dry ice. Could be. Because when you put stuff in dry ice. Yeah, exactly. Are you talking about the rhino spitfire? I, hi, hi, Andy. <laughs> I don't know why you're saying hi to me, but hi. But yet the spitfire, they, they've also encountered a, a, a species of rhinos that is now extinct. Yeah, it was like the biggest. The black horn or the black rhino or something? The black horn rhino? Oh, it was the biggest like dinosaur that they found. No, I'm talking about just rhinos. Oh, no, this this is a new thing. They, they just found. <laughs> Thank you for the lemons, Lucid. How are you, hon? How you doing? What's up, Lucid? I don't know why they do double, but they do double. Thank you for the ice cream, Amora. You guys are amazing. You really are. I mean, it's fascinating. One thing I enjoyed in high school, believe it or not, was reading uh, about stuff like this. This Greek mythology uh, it just always fascinated me. Wow. I think we're getting a grocery store delivery of the lemons. <laughs> we need a few lemons. <laughs> thank you so much, Lucy. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Amora. But yeah, so I mean, a lot of things, you know, that um. Oh. Oh. Love you, hon. 
But yeah, a lot of different things are Wait coming a minute. up. No, I'm, I'm mad at Lucy. Oh, I get high, Eddie, not high, Mr. Hanson, Eddie, or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Lucy. I just, I gotta, I gotta give shadows a hard time. You're all right, Amara. We know what you're Lucy's saying. The magicians of the gods by Graham Hancock. I'm not really much of a reader. Um, I'm more of a. a Classroom type professor taught some, you know what I mean? He likes lectures. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, the next one is string slash multidimensional theory. Currently, the most popular and promising theory in our realm of theoretical physics. <laughs> um she had become a snake there for a second. <laughs> the general idea is that there are infinite universes parallel to our own and sometimes they spill over into our dimension right how many times have we talked about this and i said it right a slight variation of his theory is that these other dimensions are always present just invisible in our everyday light spectrum this world or yeah this would cover activity that happens in the infrared and ultraviolet spectrums, which is just as real as the activity seen with the naked eye, but only visible through modern scientific tools. There are reports from people who claim to have transversed this reality, briefly stepping into another period of time or even alternative world. We've talked about these stories many times where a person walking down the street that goes down the street every single day. But the one day they, they're in another freaking, they're looking around like, where did this come from? The pole. <laughs> the captain pole. <laughs> now, all right, guys. Just so you understand what we're talking about, about the pole. Okay. In the building we live in, we got to smoke. We go out back. And, and we're sitting there. And as winter ends and, and the snow is melting, now we have no trees. We can see across. And one day, now this is like three years of being here, we both looked and we're like, where the fuck that pole come from? Everybody's <laughs> like, that thing's been here for years. And it's like, no, it hasn't. It wasn't in our world at that time. <laughs> nope. That thing just popped up overnight. Swear to God it did. Um, <laughs> yeah. The most common thing repeated in interaction with entities of this kind is their tendency to fade from visibility. Let me see if I can get this and and, and, and see, because now I got Lucid in here, and, and um, I, I want to see if I, if I say this right. Patrick says some believe that shadow people are from here or from there. Okay, what my belief is and what shadow people are, they are from their timeline in a different parallel living their life but as a shadow in ours where we're we're the same a thing shadow there, to them. them yeah yeah so i i do believe that a shadow person is supposed to he, he's just he's time traveling right doesn't realize it exactly just like doesn't realize he's doing it we could be a shadow in other people's timeline kind of like we, when we talked about um, astral travel, like remember when you you long time ago, like I would say about seven years ago. Thank you, Nicole, for thank the you, diamond. Nicole. 
from all the cool people on chat. But Lucy is right too. She says, I believe there are several different types of shadow beings. And she says, my humble opinion. Lucy, see, you don't have to say something like that because everybody here has an opinion. And that's right. And we accept all of them. That's right. That's right. But uh yeah, like Astro Carol, remember a long time ago when we when we when you first found out that I was into the paranormal, you'd ask me a bunch of questions. Yep. And you asked me, I'll never forget, because it had me stumped and got me really thinking about that. Because you're like, can we see people that are astral traveling? Or what if astral travelers go to, and that's happened. That's happened where astral travelers are like, because you're putting, when you're astral traveling, you're trying to put, hey, Scoops. you're trying to, hey, Scoop, you know, put yourself in that place. You're trying to put your horse blinders on. And so you try to fiddle around with stuff, like grabbing stuff and that. And in that world, even though they can't see you, you know what I mean? Like you go to your friend's house and I'll mess with them, you know what I mean? And start messing with, you know, pop cans or something. It, absolutely, Spitfire. I, I mean, uh, it, it, it was brought up, and, and I believe it 100%. I, I, I believe that we have so many parallel universes. Of so you that, believe in the string theory, basically. Yeah, that run at one one time. I, and, and, and there's so many that they, they can't even count them. Uh, uh, like, that guy I seen that glitched that day. Yeah. Okay. Was that the Matrix? Or was he actually stepping into another dimension at that point in time? Could be. Or is it or was he stepping into our dimension? Or his background person. <laughs> Eddie loves it when I talk about background people. It freaks him out a little bit. No, I've gotten kind of used to it. <laughs> I believe that is the way growth accepting others opinions and sharing is, is to me a gift and everybody's opinion really is a gift it's a gift on on their own person exactly i mean a lot of people that you know you guys that's why i love doing these shows is because of the because of the fact that you guys make me think and i love it i love it that's i love Good. discussion like that Good point, Patrick. I wonder if that involves a Mandela effect, Missy. I think I, 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 I think the Mandela really, truly affects us because we have traveled through the timelines and we remember it, but the timeline you're in, it's never happened. Or vice versa. Or vice versa, absolutely. Yes, yes, you did, Lucy. Lucy did a hell of a reading on me. She made me cry, honey. I, I He was explaining some of it to me, but it, I really, yeah, I know. Lucy actually made me cry. Not in a bad way. Right, right. No, I know what you mean. See, every time I go to try another moderator has just handled it. It yells at me. Um, Who? Oh, because Sophie's because she said asshole. Oh, I had it. <laughs> so she knows me well. <laughs> um, let me see. Hold on one second. Or shadow figures. You're, are... you're right, Nicole. We are. We're their shadow people in their realm where they're actually real. 
or should okay hold on let me could it be considered like a mirror effect hold on a minute i'm trying to figure out spitfire's other comment shadow people from more than one place oh no so you don't apologize oh no don't at all believe me do you hear us swear yes you fucking did <laughs> come on you've been to my channel sophie <laughs> i do have to step away for a second um, or shadow figures of dinosaurs and monsters from another one. That's what we're saying, Spitfire. The ones that have seen like dinosaurs and pterodactyls flying over. I don't think they're, I think they're more, I wouldn't say they're, although, see, it's this, this is what I'm saying. With dinosaurs and shadow figures, like, I wonder at night if people are seeing like dinosaurs as shadow figures. And that's where some of these cryptid things are coming from. And just in the dark, because they're shadow form, they really just, they can't tell that it would be a dinosaur or something else. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? A freaky geek making you think saves my head from hurting. <laughs> That's right, Sophie. Yeah, I know Adi already answered that, but we can't have a debate without being assholes to each other. Exactly. That's why I say my, my room is a safe zone. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to catch up on uh, comments here. Yes, Lucid, the others. I love that movie. Exactly. And that's that's how I think about things. Well, I think there's a million things in here right now at this moment in this room, in this split second that I can't see. Maybe you guys can see because some of you guys have that your gift open. I don't see. But there could be a million things in here and I wouldn't know. But I know that they're there. If that makes sense. I can't see them, but I believe that they're there. Yeah, okay, nubs. I've never swear in my life. Never, ever said a cuss word. Yeah, right. Ghost Rider, a time machine would be awesome. <laughs> um, no bullhorn wrong show. Hey. Oh. I, I, I think she means that, that there's more swearing in my show than there is here. Well, that's true. I, I might be wrong. But that one's gotten kind of stumped. <laughs> so the Loch Ness is a shadow figure? Not necessarily Nessie, but just, <laughs> no, I'm thinking like at night when people... I think Nessie's more of a power suggestion creature. I think Nessie's real. I think... Well, you can think what you want. I think what I want. Everybody in the room can think what they want. <laughs> Nubs never says a cuss word because he strings them together. <laughs> That is funny. Well, that's kind of like fucking asshole. But yeah, that's not I, a customer. Right, that's true. Um, yeah, Patrick, I definitely believe that's where the Mandela effect comes from. Is because as you're going through life, whatever your energy is, and we've talked about this before, is you know, you're rising or lowering 
the level your energy is rising or lower in a level of uh, parallel universes or timelines, whatever you want to call them. Um, so, in, so, and that's usually what happens. Like when you level up or go down and not saying that it's a bad or good thing, um, but you want to get that higher frequency, only certain little things change in your timeline. Things that you'll notice will change in your timeline. Like something won't, like somebody might not have a memory you have of back in the day. But it's always something you're going to remember. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a, say you have a memory of something back in the day that you would, did with your best friend, and then you're talking to them, and they're like, I don't remember that. You know what I mean? Wow. It is all of our responsibility to raise not only our own, but others' vibrations as well. You're right. Only you, if somebody believes in that, though. But you don't want to. You don't want to. Yeah, uh, uh, fuck. How do I say it? You just don't want to keep saying that you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Because if that's what they believe, then that's what they believe. And the stronger they can believe something, the more they're going to vibrate because they're believing in themselves now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Deja vu is kind of cool though sometimes. <laughs> Did I would Sophie, if you experience a lot of deja vu, you know what that tells me? Is there's something around your timeline right now that you're relooping, you're you're looping, you're um you're kind of uh there's a lesson there that you need to learn that you haven't gotten past yet. I agree with you, Wizard. I think it is not about belief or non-belief. It is as simple as a kind word. Oh, definitely. I agree. I agree with that aspect, definitely. I mean, you should always, you know, definitely have a kind word. I mean, what I what I believe in is that everybody makes their own world. If they don't believe in raising their vibration, it's not going to work for them. Right. Um, they're going to they're just going to live their life the right. way they live. But it. there might be something else that they believe in that will raise their vibration anyway, if that makes sense. I don't know. All right. What do we get going now? Okay. Next one is planetary, planetary poltergeist theory, a particularly interesting possibility. Poltergeist activity is almost always attributed to an individual who is going through traumatic changes. I don't believe that, but okay. Um, Adolescence with raging hormones. I mean, if you unless the movie Poltergeist, yes, that kind of thing would be like hormones going nuts. Um, uh, hormones with the phenomenon being a subconscious psychokinetic expression of the angst within. The idea is that this kind of activity is mirrored by the planet itself in times of extreme duress. Shifting tectonic plates, massive global changes, etc., with extreme changes triggering the externalization of the kind of planetary, it's kind of like a planetary temper tantrum in which the veil of reality becomes thin, allowing semi interactive experiences with ghosts, psychokinesis, interdimensional beings. This is consistent with the observation that werewolf reports spike in times of planetary propel, perel, I mean, like World War II, Cuban Missile Crisis, etc. 
That's a that's an interesting aspect. That is a very interesting aspect. I've never really looked into that. But I mean, a poltergeist activity, yes, is to me brought on by people. But she says there are many different types, and you're right. Not all are evil. Not all are there to harm you. Not just everybody hears poltergeist and they think, "Oh my God, they're going, they're coming to kill me." No, I think. I, well, the thing that is with poltergeist, I do believe it's human manifestation. But yeah, I it don't. Doesn't mean necessarily that every every poltergeist is evil. No, I don't know. That, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. Because Lucid says there's many different types of poltergeists. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That they're not all equal. I believe my belief is that poltergeists come from human manifestation. Like when I turn off electricity, that's when that's a poltergeist experience. Exactly. So I just want to get your attention. I don't believe it's spirit. Yeah. Well. I believe it's it's. Wow, well, that sounded kind of girlish. You did. Hey. <laughs> you know what's scary too, though, is now I'm getting my voice back. Yeah, you are too. You know how we how we talk about how everything we do affects other realms, but I believe it's the other way around. I, I think I, I think it works both ways up. Yeah, I, I think what we do affects uh, uh, a parallel universe that we're trying to adapt to from the change that we're doing is we're trying to change from something that's happening before us. Does that make sense? Say that one more time. Okay. Whatever's happening in our, in, in, in our life in a, in a different timeline, a different parallel. Okay. Things that are building up as it gets to us, we are trying to adjust. It, whether we did wrong, we did right, we're trying to adjust to it to make it right. But now we're making it harder for the next parallel universe because we're trying to pass all that on. It, it's like a constant motion of mistakes moving forward. I kind of get what you're saying. I kind of get what you're saying. I mean, that's that, that's my personal opinion. Right, right. Like like me in, in, the, in this past parallel so, universe okay, okay. Is, is, is doing something that's fucking up. Okay. He, he's, he's getting in trouble. He's doing this, doing he that. He hasn't met me yet. And it slowly, it slowly has rolled over to where I'm at. Where now I'm starting to get control. I can get, I can get rid of the trouble. I can get rid of this. I can do that. And, and now what I couldn't get rid of that I'm still dealing with as it rolls on to the next parallel universe, that other me there is starting to clean up the rest of it. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So car wash. So you believe in the higher self theory? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you know, when we get the messages, it's from higher. Your it's yourself, but just a higher realm of yourself that knows what's going on. Oh, absolutely. It, 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 totally. I mean, when when we have our talks, and, 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 and guys, it, and it, I'm glad she's sitting here to say this, because when, when we have our talks after the show and that, we have some really, really deep, in-depth talks. We do. And, and I, our cigarette breaks are not just cigarette breaks. I have no idea half the time what I'm telling her where it even comes from. Yes, 
same as above, it will come from below. Yep. But I have no idea half the time where my answers come from for Shadow. Shadow will tell you that. She'll look at me and be like, where the hell did that come from? I'm like, I, I ain't think, got no damn clue. Well, a lot of a lot of times I think because I don't listen to my higher self as much as I should, which I'm getting better at, but like I'm looking for when when I'm asking questions to my higher self, it's basically like this. Is Andy. <laughs> I'll get like they they spoon feed me, right? They spoon feed me. So I don't get overwhelmed because they know I'll get overwhelmed quickly and I'll freaking sleep for a week. Right? <laughs> right, honey? That's you, true. Wit- you witnessed it. So they have to spoon feed me. But when I need a quick answer, it's like my guides talk to his guides, which in turn, he'll explain something where I'll get it like that. And I'm like, gotcha. So I think they use him to talk to me. But you have to understand in a way, what I'm telling her. I really don't fucking understand. Yeah, like you wouldn't expect something to come out of Eddie's mouth like what he does. And it's like, okay. And so that's why I think that they kind of use him to talk to me. Of course. Everybody use Eddie. Fuck it. I, I don't I don't know. See, I don't work like that, Andy, because maybe you were in communication with Listen, Eddie's higher man. self, too. And and he said I was in my higher self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I mean, like when I, because people don't get it. Like I, like my dousing rods. Spirit don't touch my dousing rods. My my higher self does. If that makes sense. But mine. But his spirit touches. The spirits here touch. Mine don't never touch. It's I, my I, guy. I have not completely self. understood the higher self aspect of things yet. I am still slowly working at that. And I think that's another reason why I've never had, per se, anything evil happen to me. And, and like when my legs got scratched, I'm not going to say it was evil. Right, right. Because it only happened one, one time. time. Yeah. And I think it was just an ending. An entity. Let me put it that way. I'm not going to say it was poltergeist. I'm not going to say it was evil. The money gotten. They were just trying to get my attention. I I just realized Danielle. I'm, I apparently made her to feel like she was not. Huh? <laughs> when she told me, "My, you're making us sound like we're." Oh crazy. yeah. <laughs> but you know, and and take this as a compliment, please, every single one of you, because everything you guys say. I, I don't find a lick of it stupid. I, no, I don't never. find it unuseful. Uh, um, everything you guys say definitely gets taken into effect. It's to only concern myself with the things I can't affect. I will go to bed wondering what to do about a given situation, and often by morning the answer will come to and, and, and it's But never when I'm worrying about things I cannot. Exactly. 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 That's one of the things that got me out of my depression, right? Is basically learning that things that I can't control. I can't change. I can't change. And I give my myself permission to say, you know what? Fuck that. I don't care. If that makes sense. And realizing, yes... I do have depression. 
doesn't make me any different than anybody else. You definitely uh, overcame a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. In I mean, I still have my moments, and I know that, and that's okay. But in the 10 years we've been together, you, you really uh, started burying that depression, and, and I'm, I'm so proud of you. And I'm still working on my anxiety part of it, but we're getting there. Baby steps. That's right. It's all in the process. Tiny step. Yep. And, and, and you guys don't understand how much of a help you are to her in them baby steps. Definitely. See, and that's why I want to show that you guys can do it too, whoever needs all right, it. Spitfire. But you, you all think you just come to this show to listen that. to Missy and that. But no, actually, you come here. And it's like she gets to have therapy. Yeah, you guys are my therapy. Good luck. No. <laughs> You're right, Lucy. Admitting it. Yep, admitting it. That was a big part of it, was saying, okay. Because I'd always mask it. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. You know what I mean? And you guys. I, I attack her all the time, though. Oh, it pisses me off half the time. Um, <laughs> oh, well, if I pissed you off, it helped you. It helped you. Right. <laughs> but, um, no, but sitting there saying, you know what? Yes, I do have depression. And today's a bad day. Or day. Just having, Eddie's helped me a lot with that. Because I can go to him and say, having a bad day today. And he'll totally get it. It's okay to have a bad day. But in my eyes, it wasn't. At that, back then. Right, and because you were by yourself, you were raising kids by yourself. You, you knew a bad day was a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it took me years to make you understand that I am here. I am here. If you have a bad day, I can take care of it. Right. Right. And that that was a big part of it too, because he, like, when we first met. I wouldn't let him do it. Like, I wouldn't let him be a man, basically. It, does that sound sexist? No, don't. I don't mean it as Kind that. of it does. But do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you know, taking out the garbage or anything. How long did it take me to freaking let you do things? Because I was always the single parent doing everything. Doing the, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Always putting too much on my plate. And no, and, and he, no, that's not how, I mean, the first part's right, but I wouldn't say that's fine. Just don't pollute my day with it. I wanted her to pollute me with it. I wanted to take it away because from I her. Wouldn't, because I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I finally forced her to give me that pollution so she would feel better. It, it sounds weird. Right. It sounds Love strange. But you know, I'm right. I, I would yeah. always pollute me. Take, I'm going to take it from you. And, and then a few hours later, she, she she was feeling much better. She was fine. Kind of like I wouldn't, I, I be an empathic. Hey, G -Smoke. hey, G Smoke. How you doing, hon? Thanks for coming in. Um, I would take on everybody, you know, being an empath, take on everybody's emotions, right? But I wouldn't give anybody mine. But it was funny because all them emotions she would take on, I would fight her to take them from her. 
You're right, Andy. Andy says there's there's nothing more therapeutic than helping someone through their issues. As such, doing so gives you therapy. Right. See, I thought like crying or um, giving him my problems was showed me very weak. I'm one of them type. You know what I mean? <laughs> Took me a long time to make her understand that giving me your problems makes you a stronger person. Be careful, bug. I love you. Be safe. You should probably get off the internet. Absolutely, girl. And guess what? We get to see you in 30 days. 30 days, bugaboo. 30, 30 days. days. Hey, up here, you won't have to worry about thunder and lightning. We don't have it up here, unfortunately. <laughs> Please be safe, bug. Are you home alone? Bug, get off the computer and unplug it. Yay. <laughs> Please get off the computer and unplug it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, when, when I finally made Shadows understand that telling me I don't have a computer and okay, by the way, huh? Yes and I. Um, oh, be safe. Yes, she is. Okay. Oh, home alone. Oh, so she's on her phone. Right. That's really not much better. Yeah. But I'd rather. But not like that. a landline. That's, you know. But uh, when, when I finally made uh, Shadows understand that giving me her problems didn't make her weak, it made her stronger because she was able to talk about them. Yeah. You know, and then it was easy for me to take her problems and, and, and just kind of wash them away. If any of that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. All right. One next one. <laughs> now that we're done with Poltergeist. <laughs> Each one of these ones that I can I can relate to, though, I you know what I mean? As we're going through the list. Pretty much I can everyone, under, everybody yeah. in the room is. Because and I think what that is is basically like I, you know, told you I've told you guys many times how my theory works that we create our own worlds, but then we co-create with other people. So I can understand where you guys are coming from. Hopefully, you can understand where I'm coming from. You're when filling it in the gaps. Yeah, yeah, with each other. You're with making a solid wall now. Right. Yeah. All right. So the next one is. Conjuration and summoning theory. In this theory, otherworldly entities are summoned through magical invocations in arcane ritual. These beings that are manifested and brought to this plane of existence to serve the one who, con who conjured them usually perform some specific task. To examine the role of symbols as points of fixation in a magical practice, see our Lycan clan chapter. Oh, well, that's... It's in the description. Um, the werewolf phenomenon has a very strong element of idol worship and totemism involved. So what they're talking about is basically like summoning um, a, a, like a golem or something to do bidding, somebody's bidding, basically. 
I believe it's possible. What do you guys think? What do you think, honey? Like, do you think somebody can, like, um, conjure up something to go after somebody else? I, 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 I okay. If you're going to talk about conjuring, you're talking about doing, like, the Dr. Dirty fucking fire matches, fucking all that shit. That's conjuring, right? Hold on. Take care, Lucid. Thanks for coming in, Han. Lucid, thank you, Han. Be safe. Say that again. I'm sorry. Conjuring is somebody trying to do a spell with, like, different aromas mixes and that. that's a conjuring right kind of yeah okay so why do you got to do all that because if you believe in your own mind you're, you believe in your own vibrations you can create whatever you want to create without all that shit right right but i'm not um i'm not talking about that like they're talking about like conjuring like uh werewolf or something to go after somebody not the like take the conjuring part out of it so you can still manifestate something like that out of your own mind without having to do all that stuff. right that's what they're saying oh well i just keep hearing you got to conjure shit up no you're well, well it's no, conjuring, that's, conjuring that's self-manifestation or so. summoning summoning because you're summoning other spirits from other realms okay i get that but if if you're manifesting them, ain't you still opening the same kind of doors for them to come through? Yeah, yeah, and that's conjuring the doorway. You don't maybe you didn't conjure the the thing you're conjuring. Okay, you conjured right. the doorway. I, I kind of get what you're saying there. Then right, I might manifestate the animal, but I gotta conjure the, the door, door that needs to come yes. through. Yeah. Okay. Mission where next to fire, but it's uh, firewalls. Did I miss anything? Nope, you didn't miss anything, Amora. Nope, just us shooting the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad the hacker got, got stopped. Yes, definitely. All right, the next one is uh, Andy says. Conjuring spells or whatever is much for the person trying to do it. Kind of like building their confidence in what they, ooh. Kind of, because I, like, a witch with a wand, it's a visual aspect. Like, I don't, when I do spells, I don't need anything anymore. It's a prop. Right, but it's a magical prop. I mean, it's to help you. In their Like, mind. focus, kind of like with anathema, right? Anathema is good to have around because if you do make a, I don't conjure circles anymore. I don't make circles anymore. Welcome back, Nicole. Um, but when I first, welcome back, Nicole. When I first made circles, a protection circle, when I was going to do my magic inside of it, right? Anathema is to cut through the circle without dispersing it. Think of it like a bubble with smoke. You know it, what I mean? It, it, it gave your bubble a doorway. So I didn't burst the bubble. I just so you were still protected right right so welcome back spitfire i mean do i still believe welcome back spitfire do i still believe have if i'm gonna do a if i'm gonna do a circle um to use anathema yes so andy says so for like a confidence booster so they believe they are doing things right to achieve the objective that 
kind of is, it's a helper type of thing like, like a wand, like say i wanted to put a spell on uh eddie right why so did you have to bring up my name i have my wand right even though it's a pencil with a moon on it that's right it is it's my to her in her mind in it's her heart, focus i can it's focus well yeah i can use anything as a wand my finger if i want but now i can use um, my mind andy shut up you just said I can use my finger yeah, okay, wand yeah. if I want. Yeah, yeah, Andy. <laughs> but I can. A wand is basically to focus that energy. Same if I was going to do a spurt, a spell, or a circle, protection spurt, circle. I keep wanting to say spell. Um, I'd use it to go around, right? To visualize, so I I knew exactly where my circle was. Kind of Andy, yeah. Uh, Andy says, like the old adage, if you believe you can do it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Not necessarily true. I mean, I believe I can drunk, jump the Grand Canyon, but I know it ain't fucking possible. But yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. Can I jump the Grand Canyon? Hell no. Do I believe I can do it? Hell no. Then see, yeah. It's kind of like looking, what did we talk about? Was the fisherman that walked on water? Believe in me and anything is possible. Right. As long as he was looking at Jesus because he, you know, it's the same aspect. Of, I get it. But the whole time I'm falling to the ground, I will be looking at Jesus. <laughs> because you don't believe it. I'm not telling anybody to go jump the grand canyon. I know what you're saying, but. But. It's he could walk on water because he actually believed he could walk. He truly believed in Jesus that said you could walk on water. It's kind of like I, I if you want to go like the, you know, little aspect of it. It's kind of like when you ever get, everybody's gotten into the zone before, right? If I sit there and I'm looking at and I'm typing and I'm in my zone. I don't even have to think about where to look at my keyboard, right? But if I even think remotely a little bit about it, I have to look at my keyboard to type. You know, and, and when she's talking about the zone, it, it, it's kind of funny because I, she explained it to me that when you get into the zone, you actually are in a meditative state. Mm -hmm. Your mind has shut down to nothing but you. There is nothing around you. There is nothing exists. Yeah. And, and, and you're just doing it. And and I went to work one night and I did uh I, I did my aisle four, which had two and a half U-boats on it, and it's a soup aisle. Each U-boat is capable of holding up to 120 cases of soup. And I ended up throwing all of it in a matter of three hours. I didn't even think. Yeah. I just turned around and grabbed, knew exactly where I was going with it and everything. Hey, Maria. Hey, Maria. And I just, I, I just threw it all up there. And I didn't even think about it. It's just that zone. Yeah, you're in a meditative state. Whatever it is. Um, whatever your zone is, it's just you around. You're creating your world at that moment. And you're in that meditative state where... You're just doing. Yeah, you don't think about it. 
And in that meditative, that zone states, you can be do can do anything. You can manipulate the universe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The tenth one is cultural source hip hip hypotheses. Hypothesis? Yeah. This theory states that any and all unexplained occurrences are filtered by the mind of the observer and interpreted through the individual's belief system. With the Fatima miracle in Portugal in 1917 would fit this type. The Fatima in Fatima, up to 40,000 people saw the sun behave in opposition to cosmic law as prophesied by three children who claimed to have seen in a vision of the Virgin Mary. So depending on your perceptions, you may have seen a zigzagging sun, a UFO, or the Blessed Virgin Mary, depending on the individual's belief system. Nighttime abductions are carried out by either fairies or aliens using the same general MO, including bright lights, unseen presence, presences, paralysis, levitation, and often sexual conduct. Old hag syndrome and succubus phenomenon, which often occur in a state known as sleep paralysis, exhibit similar parallels. It's a goddamn insurance company again. The one that says I own a fucking 2007 Chevy Tahoe when I got it. We own a 1988-82 fucking Ford Explorer. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about that? So, you know, everybody that, they all saw the Virgin Mary in the sky. Or they saw the sun zigzagging. There's many, you can look Fatima up on, on YouTube and see the sun zigzagging. But what sucks about you bringing up the, the Virgin Mary, I mean, people have seen it on fucking toast. On no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in the sky. Like, there's where people have seen. Well, like, the, I don't know how true it is, but you can see pictures where you see a man that's supposedly walking on the clouds. It's supposed to be Jesus. Right, right. I have an idea of what that is, but I won't go there. Or I will go there. I honestly think that is a hologram that they're well, getting. Photoshop, something. No, not Photoshop. I'm talking about government hologram. Okay. Um. So, like, the bat, the Batman fucking, like. Kind of. You know, well, yeah. he threw up the bat sign. But it's just a bunch of people that have seen, do you know what I mean? Like Fatima. That was you taking a stroll and you're on acid. See, that's another thing though, astral projection, right? What if that was Andy up in the, like his astral projection and we saw it? Do you know what I mean? You don't know. Who knows who it is? I. That's not the way I... Thought you would have trust, but all right. <laughs> but no. no, like Fatima, where you know forty thousand people seeing the sun zigzagging in the sky. And that that if forty thousand forty thousand people, people. It, that is not it's it's being done 
by us humans. In 1917? Yeah, why not? I astral project my farm. <laughs> yeah, the birds would have been scared. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, Spitfire. Supernatural TV show used UFO and fairies in the same episode to abduct their victims for the fairy king. Yeah, it depends on what you believe. So, somebody says I got abducted by a UFO. What also happens at, at night, right? What also happens at night? That's you get attacked fairy... by barn owls while you're jumping over mud puddles? Well, that's true. But you get, you get taken... Yeah, what's that? A line of cans. So bitch. You get taken by fairies at Why night. Why fairies abduct you? Channelings. Remember the movie Channelings? Oh, oh, fucked up that. Yeah, that. <laughs> that was a fuck. No, Andy, I'm not fucking asleep. <laughs> well, that was you can good. always tell it's me. It's me as I go for a leak when I go up to the clouds. Is it as red? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to avoid that comment. Oh, sorry. It's my bad. <laughs> it is turtles, nubs, just for you. <laughs> Thank you for the ice cream, Amora. Thank you, Amora. Okay, let me gather up my six-foot fucking cord for my headphones. This is like my plugging cord. But I mean, do you do you think that's what's happening? That's whatever you believe in. Like, if you believe you're going to get abducted, are you going to get abducted? But are if you believe in UFOs, you get abducted by a UFO. But if you believe in fairies, you get abducted by fairies. I think you'd have to have. I don't know, and I don't want to sound mean or, or discrediting or anything. But you gotta have a fucked up mind to think you're gonna get abducted by fairies. Chainlings. Yeah, but they're only that tall. Not necessarily. It's what they project. You read up on fairies, man. I oh, I don't have my book. Anymore. I read up on fairies. I start getting disgusted. Just kidding. I know. Maria, we want you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Hey, Foley. I was taken by fairies once, a biker gang of them. When they had finished with me and gave me a lift home, I had to kneel on the seat. Three weeks Oh, my God. That wasn't the fairies. That was the Hell's Angels. <laughs> but... You go, I'm telling you, you talk to people. My New York came out. I, I You talk to people. <laughs> Would that be like uh, us defeating uh, the Jolly Green Giant? Remember because we all look so small? We, we made a fall. We, we tied him to the ground and shit. Remember? Like in Gulliver's Travel. Uh, yeah, Gulliver's Travel. Yeah, so would that kind of be the same with with fairies would do to capture us no fairies are they can kind of put you in that sleep paralysis in a trance yeah and then you just either either yourself uh oh maria says she's going shopping at your store today 
Oh, cool. I hope you li- find something you like. Hey, hey, what's up, Paranormal Circle? Hey, Paranormal Circle. How you doing, on? We, we, we're not saying that fairies... They're magic. They're magic. We're not saying that they're not magic. But they... Usually something's going on. If there's a chain link, there's usually something going on to where um, the fairy's sick and they don't basically... They pawn it off on an infant child as an infant child. And then take the real one to become a fairy. Please explain that to me. So fairies, basically, if they're doing a chain link, say a fairy is ill or something's wrong with it, or they want to either that or they want to learn about earth or not earth, but humans, right? So they'll switch one of the fairies with a an infant child or a toddler child, or uh, they've done it to adults also. But usually the people around them notice that the, something's not right. They'll put a fairy in place of the human and take the right, human right. back to the... But okay. takes that, 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 that human form. Right. Okay, yeah. Right. I'm kind of like reincarnation with a human or, you know, an alternate universe. Right. Right. Yeah. They, I'm, 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 I'm understanding that. Okay. But... I don't know. I'm... I'm that might be, because I, 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 well, because I, I, I think of Tony Marie and, and, and her dying. Right. Okay. Okay. So why couldn't a fairy come save her? You, you, do you see what I mean? Right, right. No, they don't want, it's not, the human's not sick. Usually something's wrong with the fairy. Oh, the fairy's sick. Yeah. So maybe a fairy did take over her but couldn't get well enough. Never know. Because the child was still too young, too weak. Right, right. Okay. Now, now, I, okay. now I get it. Yeah. Yes, Nicole. Okay. So that was that. So that, like, a lot of people believing in something like, like I said, the 40,000 people that saw the, right, that's right. Um. Yes, they tried. Labyrinth was kind of like a changeling story. They kind of they cr- tried to, but the sister was was you know too smart. Good, Danielle. The storm's over. Already. Oh, good, good, honey. Um, so you know, but if that's somebody that believes in fairies, but right. somebody that believes in UFOs would get abducted by UFO instead. Then they would come back as basically an alien that was... Well, not that there were going to be a changeling, but just anyway, that's whatever they believe is what they see. All right. Extraterrestrial experiments. This is the hypothesis advocates that the extraterrestrial entities have planted monsters here to study us. The psychological, anthropological, and sociological experts study our responses to these creatures to obtain a better understanding of human behavior. I will add that this is not a usual method in research. You can only learn so much from gauging responses to highly unusual experiences. The patterns would err as they are 
when the scientists study only one aspect of human behavior. So what they're saying is where scientists are basically putting aliens, making these aliens and putting them to your house to see how you'd react, re- react to them. Kind of like the whole Chad Kalick thing. So are you sending them as aliens or human being disguised? Could be both. Because if you send a fucking alien to the door, how the hell do you think I'm going to react? Well, that's what they're saying. They're kind of like Chad with Craig, with the alien. Like, it wasn't supposed to be seen just yet, but they got right. it on tape. But what I'm saying is I believe in them and everything, right? Right. But how are you going to prepare yourself for a surprise visit? Here's an alien standing at your fucking door. You're going to be like, uh... And that's why they're doing it, to see how we react to certain things. So they're planting these monsters, whether it be a Bigfoot, an alien, whatever, to see how we respond to them. Did Maria just buy us coffee? She says, I was wondering how to be a, a, a support life out loud. Now I am. Yay. She signed up for something. She did something. I don't know. What did she do? What did you do? Kind of like Monster Seeds Freaky Geek. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, honestly, how would you... I mean, you believe in aliens, you believe in UFOs and all that, all the podcasts. Thank you, Maria. Absolutely. Thank you 100%, hon. But now you're, you're at this point where you open, you hear a knock on your door, you open it, and here's a fucking alien literally standing there. Well, they're not going to do it like have it knock on your door. They're going to put it in your house. Or like Bigfoot. You know how sometimes Bigfoot people so are out. going to come in? Listen to me. How sometimes they're looking for Bigfoot in the woods, right? And then you see the black helicopters, the black ops helicopters go by. Yeah. What if they're implanting that Bigfoot to see how these hunters react? Or is that helicopter that you've seen taking him out? Vice versa, yeah. I get what you're saying now. You get okay. what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Okay. Oh, thank you, Maria. I already thanked you for that. Well, excuse me. Pay attention. I didn't know she did the four ninety nine a month one. Yeah. I didn't see that pop up. I did. Till just now. Well, good for you. Now, this is your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is your show. <laughs> All right. So number twelve. Let's get through these. Well, we're almost done. How many more we got? I don't know about. Well, wait. Three you more. just said let's get through them all. Two more. Two more. It was three more. Counting this one. Holographic projection. This is the theory. Thank you for the ice cream, Amora. Thank this, you, Amora. This is the theory that monsters are nothing more than highly involved, evolved holographic images projected for nefarious purposes by ETs or cover it G-Man, G-Man to study behavior in our previous, as in our previous theory but also in an attempt to keep people away from military or alien installations or points of interest. Yeah, I know, right, Danielle? Trust me. What the hell was that? Somebody saw or Maria, oh, uh, that was a coffee. Thank you for coffees. Maria. 
Thank you for the three copies, Maria. You don't you don't have to do that, hon. Thank you. A lot. A lot, Danielle. A lot. Right, Spitfire? Creepiness creatures implanted by aliens back then. Could be. Were they? So what do you think? Do you think that they do that? They're, they're planning like Bigfoots and aliens and stuff near places where they want to keep people away from. And we already know that. We, we've already understood the fact of when people start getting too close to solving a problem, the government will create something and divert your attention. Right, right. And then by the time you get back to what you thought you was fixing to solve, right. it's moved, it's gone. The government is same, very good at doing that. Same with this, only in a supernatural way. Yes. No, holographic images are not new, Freaky. It's not new age. They've been around for a while. Genetic misfits. Most commonly associated with the reports of the Chupacabra, which in one story is a horrific result of genetically altered alien. Not the dog type, the alien one. Um, EBA or ABE escaped from a U.S. military installation in Puerto Rico. This has folklore resonance in the ancient worlds where grotesque entities were formed when gods and animals and humans had sex. And the modern equivalent where aliens genetically manipulate animals and humans spawning monstrosities to roam the earth in former days. Kind of like centaurs, minotaurs, griffins, and those are some examples of history. Well, I'd be a centaur. Yeah, I was gonna say something that I won't say. Half man, half ass. <laughs> I was oh, well, like, that was I'm, almost rude. N- not sanitarium. That's right. Nicole. My sign is half man, half ass. But uh, Amora says, "Why are you? Why do you keep getting pulled back to the MIB, Missy? Is that something that I are know. you supposed to solve? Maybe. I want to know." I want to know what they are. If they had sax, did they play good music? Sax. Sax. <laughs> so what do you guys, do you think like there's, um, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Nicole, Nicole said, am I supposed to be big boobs instead of booze, but, uh, MIB means missing in black. <laughs> Missing in black? Missy. Missy? Oh. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so, do you think... I'm going to fucking prison. Do you think that the chupacabra, like the alien version, not the dog version, but the alien version is some sort of military experiment gone wrong? Yes. Kind of like the love bugs. Yes, hey, absolutely. It, it, it was a man-created uh, concept that they lost control of. That Does everybody know what the alien... Uh, chupacabra it looks like. I feel like everybody thinks it's the dog, and it's that's the... that's exactly what everybody thinks the chupacabra is. Because the first picture you see when you when you type in chupacabra, right, is what is usually the dog. The dog on his hind legs. Oh, you see. 
Freaky Geek done Freaky, either. you've done heard about the Chupacabra because we've done talked about it. No, but he's like saying that he don't know what the alien version <laughs> is. All right, let me share this real quick. I mean, it's not going to be. I can't see that. Hold on. I. Okay. I can't turn off chat. Yeah, I can't. I, I still can't see it. Oh, there we go. Hold on. It's over here at the right. There we go. This it's is the one on the right, not 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 on the left there. Yeah, it's over here. See this one? That's what I said, the one on the right. I don't think I can blow it up. Okay. Actually, you just did a little bit more. All right, this one. See that one? right? That's yeah. what a Puerto Rican chupacabra is. This one is the other ones that usually you see. But this is basically, these are the alien chupacabras. So when I say alien chupacabra, I mean that one, not this one. Not the dog one. Okay. So do you guys think that that is alien a government created? Fuck up. Yeah, I think what it was trying to do was clone an alien, and their experiment went fucking wrong. Right. Because if you kind of look at, at, at the features of it, <laughs> and it, it looks like a. And I'm oh, I don't want this to sound really really bad. It looks like an alien that might have uh, uh, disabilities. Okay. All right. Do, do you understand what I mean? Right. Like, it can't stand up straight. Maybe it's a back problem. It's got, you know. Now, mind you, that that one was the one reported in Puerto Rico. But I'm saying it, it looks like you could have MS or, or something like that. Like, they, they, didn't, they couldn't get the genetics right. Right, right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> oh, what the hell were the... Uh, uh, Slag, slag, slag. Slap Andy. Okay. Stalag, what, what the hell were them creatures in uh, Land of the Lost? Stalag, stalag, Mike? Stalags? I don't know. The fucking lizard creatures. Yeah, you do. You said it before. Ah, damn it. I know what he, I know what he's talking about, too. Shit, Land of the Lost, they were running from the lizard people that would hide, they would come out of the mountain and shit. You're welcome, Nicole. It begins with an S, I know that. Slee Stacks, yes. Thank you, Freaky. Thank you so much. Take care, Amora. All right, Amora. Actually, I think we should be getting ready to jump, too. Got one more. Oh, Jesus, fuck my life. Then if you're... Oh, shut up. <laughs> teaching mechanisms. Oh, Christ. A, she saved the best for last. That's right. A theory that states that these entities and experience are an effort either by beings of a higher level of consciousness that, the native, that are native to the planet or extraterrestrials 
to force us to amend our worldview so we can experience a broader reality. The individual who solves this cosmic puzzle gains a greater understanding of existence and mankind's role in the universe. This is consistent with magical practice where one must master an, an initiatory level before gaining access to the next level of awareness. See, now that's how my learning is from my higher self. I will say that. So this could be. The information is sometimes personal, but often a word or image revealed by the entity in charge of that level of reality. Solve the enigma and the process begins anew. Ooh. That's Mm. What do you guys think about that? So you solve the enigma and you basically die and start over again. Because according to some is the first level is remembering who you are. There's still many levels to go. But it's kind of like I said, that's how my learning is, right? They spoon feed me like I get into this theory of something. I learn about that. And then I'm thinking, okay, cool. I, I get it now. Then something, I will see something or something else will come into play to where I have to learn. I feel like I have to learn something else. In other words, you have completed the task you were put here to do. It's kind of like we're all put here to figure out the whole, once we do, we die. The universe is a puzzle. And each one of us is a piece. And until we can figure out where we fit in, we will keep living. Once we figure out our divine place, it's only then when we're going to die. Ooh, that, See, this is what I. From? This is where. I, this is what we're talking about. Eddie gets on these notions, and that's what he's like. Exactly. Quite case in point. That was pretty wild. That was it, pretty it, wild. And how I understood that is beyond me, but. But you're yeah. That's exactly what it's saying. So, what do you got? Do you guys believe in that? Is that what happens to us? Yes, and exactly. You completed the task that you're supposed to do. Your piece of the puzzle fit. You're done. Oh, I forgot to put the chat back up. We, we don't. We don't. We don't need it no more. No, that's where you're wrong, Andy. Even some of the craziest motherfuckers in the world fit in a piece of a puzzle. So, but that—that's my. And like she said, where that came from, I don't know. I just sat down. I don't even know really what the hell you were talking about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's in some, that's a theory that some have. You got one more? Nope. That was it. Okay. Out on the fringes of sanity and society. So maybe you're a border piece. 
maybe you are right there at the edge of losing everything but holding everything in. You're getting all philosophical there, baby. I don't, I don't know where it's coming from either, though. Thanks, Nubs. Thank you, Nubs. But what makes this show great is every one of you is in here. The chat on panel has been abducted. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it has, too. Like earlier when Shadows told you, and, and we get into these conversations, and I just start talking, so I have no idea what the hell, where it's coming from. What did Freaky say, Freak say right there? Um, great live, guys. No, Thank you. Something starts with something. Do you see that? No. Oh, you got that. Something. Oh. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Very nice try. Freaky, you tried to team up with Shadows to get me to say that, and it didn't work. I caught that, and it was like, nope. <laughs> I tried. I tried. But yeah, I, I do totally think that each one of us is a piece of a puzzle of, of the greater. And, and, and until you understand what your piece is supposed to be, you will always come back. I shouldn't say back, but you're going to travel to parallel universes until you finally figure out what your piece is. Right. And, and then, then you were done. I sent you a question. Okay, Maria. Where at, on Facebook or Twitter? Or at the store? <laughs> it's always working. Remember, Freaky, not watching. Always working. No, it says, no, it's lurker button, but it says always watching. But why does it say always lurking? It don't say always lurking. Mandela Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys, you guys are the best people. I swear to God. You really are. As much as we joke and have fun, the serious part can come out quick. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I love talking to you guys. I really do. You guys make me think that's what I like. Maria's laughing at us. The Mandela effect thing. <laughs> I might be always watching what these two are talking about. That is true, I'm sure. Well, I'm pretty sure we're, I'm pretty sure they are. I'm waiting for the day we get raided. <laughs> and it's going to be funny. Oh, don't melt, Freaky Geek. Don't melt. We'll miss you. <laughs> All right, guys, with that being said, I've loaded 200 limones in the chest over on D-Live. So make sure you're hyping up D-Live over there. I think this is where I'm supposed to chime in. And I just want to tell everybody, hey, guys, fist bumps, ladies, hugs. Stay safe. Stay strong. We'll get through all of this together. I'll see you guys soon. All right, guys, I've hit the button, so 20 seconds. If the chest has not opened up for you, click on it, and it should pop up. So give me my lemons. Chat up the height. That's right. Chat up that height. I thought it was height up the chat. It is, but we're funny that way. 
I am not going to fucking know, Mandy. That was one of the things I was going to talk about today, but we got... I asked you if there was more story. You know, we're done. Well, no, we're done with the list of theories. Oh. All right, Nicole got 89.2. Heather got 51.6. Freaky Geek got 37.6. And Patrick got 30.1. Awesome, awesome sauce. Thank you, guys, each and every one of you, for being here, for listening. You're over on the podcast. Yes, putting up with us. Thank you, everybody on the podcast that that, that is just like, man, don't change that radio station yet. (laughs) Thank you guys for, you know, liking the show. Give us a review on the podcast if you would. It helps with the algorithms. Yeah, I don't believe in algorithms, but okay. Well, that's what they tell you. I know. I know how it works. Um, But, uh. We appreciate each and every one of you. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for being here. Always remember, though, keep your eyes open because we don't know if we're going to do this every day. Yeah. So please keep an eye out for notifications of Shadows Going Live. I'll post it out on, on Twitter and Facebook. Hey, Anton. What's up, Anton? Yeah, we're just, well, we're late ending the show anyway, so you got a little piece of it. Yeah, yeah, we're about 20 minutes past. Thankful for you. But usually it takes us 20 minutes to actually get into the show, too. That's true. All right, guys, with that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. I got to go into work. I hope y'all enjoy it, too. Yeah. So take care, be safe, and remember, find something to make you smile with your eyes. We love you guys. We'll see you when we see you.